0: really, truly by taking care of ourselves, we take care of other people. We help other people by taking care of ourselves. In the last couple episodes that I've done solo, I've really dove deep into that. So if you'd like to listen back to some of those, I talked about upgrade your subconscious programming now. There's no better time to do it than now. Whatever way that looks like for you. For me, part of it was setting a goal of quitting alcohol for one year. And beyond as an experiment. Try doing something that's so radically good for yourself that you can't help come out on the other side of it going, holy crap, I just learned so much about myself. welcome to the limitless soul podcast i'm your host kelly mason the time is now for us to break free of conditioned habits discover our unique gifts and make a lasting impact on the world by connecting with our souls i'm sharing with you all the wisdom and tools i've been taught on meditation mindfulness yoga business and spirituality i'll be having conversations with other creative entrepreneurs who have manifested outward success by doing inner work Success comes from within. Let's go on this expansive journey together. Well, hello and welcome to my show. Today is a solo episode and I am going to be talking all about how to focus all of your attention on your intention. I feel like this is something that keeps coming up in a lot of different ways, and I've been getting DMs and emails and and such about how to achieve things without getting distracted or without getting imbalanced or pulled off course, um, feeling overwhelmed. You know all these things that as creatives, as entrepreneurs, as people who are spiritual and feel very deeply and have a lot of different thoughts and a lot of different feelings about things in many different avenues, we could get really distracted, (laughs) like real distracted. Um, And so that is one of the number one things that I get asked and also how you can dedicate yourself to something um, when there's so many options. So this episode is going to be a little bit of storytelling because I have one specific story in mind that I actually get asked quite a bit and it's about Um, how and why I quit drinking alcohol. Um, It'll be one year on August 15th that I have not had any alcohol in my body at all. Um, And it's not because I was an alcoholic, so I just want to throw that out there. I definitely abused alcohol throughout my life, you know, as sometimes we do, but it had many different purposes. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about that to help you understand a little bit of more about focusing your attention on an intention and how to, I mean, for lack of better words, manifest something that you really want in your life, even when there's so many distractions. So that is what today is all about. Um, so I guess we'll kind of start with What is attention and intention? Because they sound kind of similar. I feel like people um, might mix the two up. But attention is a focus. Attention is your focus of your whole being. So when, when people say, oh, she's just wanting to get attention, right? They want the focus, right? Um, Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Just depends on how you perceive it, I guess. Um, Attention. Kids want attention because they want your love, right? They want to feel something. Um, So attention for me is this this extreme focus where you're fully present and you're pouring your energy into something, your attention. Your intention is is something that you'd like to see happen so your intention is the transformation the alchemization this shifting into something so it's it's a it's a becoming in somewhat of a way an intention so your intention may be to experience something your intention may to create be to create something your intention may be to Um, see something change. So that's an intention is that you want to see something happen. And attention is the pouring of the focus of energy into it. So focusing your attention, I'm saying this a lot of times, so, so I hope you're following me, focusing your attention on your intention. So focusing your energy on what you would like to see happen, an outcome, your intention is how we create manifestation in a way that isn't so distracting. So especially if you have like a high level thing that you're going for, meaning when I say high level, I mean something that you want and you have these dreams about it. You kind of have a glimmer of hope about it. You're like, wow, that'd be really cool. But then there's layers and layers of things to work through to be able to fully embody that belief. And that's what I kind of think as high level, meaning that there's some some, some hoops you're going to have to jump through. Kind of like in a video game. It's like, man, I really want to play level 27, but I've got to get through 1 through 26 to get there. So it's like a high level goal, right? There's There's some stuff you got to work through. And that's the same thing in our lives is we have these higher level things we'd like to achieve. And the only reason that they're higher level is, that because, is because we attach all of these obstacles or hardships to the manifestation of the, the outcome. Um, so I use this method of focusing attention on intention when I start to feel a little bit overwhelmed by something. And that's why I wanted to share my story about quitting drinking because it was one of those high-level goals because it's just been a pretty normal part of my life, you know, for a really long time. And it's had different uh, ways of showing up, right? Sometimes it's like a habit that I have socially and I would drink just because That's what everybody else was doing, right? It's like if you go to a beer garden, it's like you're going to drink a beer. If you go to a bar, like you're going to drink a drink. If you're at a wedding, alcohol, you know? So there's those casual ways that it would show up. And then there was other ways that it would would show up where you want to just be away from everything. Or I would. I would want to be away from everything. Like I just don't want to think about it anymore. I don't want to deal with it anymore. But as soon as that alcohol would wear off, there it is you know, it's back and it feels even harder, um, because my mental clarity had been disrupted. Um, yeah. So for me there, it was starting to show up to me as these ways that it was blocking me from focusing my attention on my intentions and, a year ago so august 15th was the last time that i had a drink of alcohol and you will not believe what the last beer i had was it was a corona light <laughs> yeah that was the last beer that i ever had uh was a corona and we're in the middle of coronavirus right now so hmm, i don't know maybe there's some symbolism there um yeah so i was going to my yoga teacher training my shape shifting yoga teacher training and it was a two week immersive So I was away from my kids, my family, my work, everything for two full weeks. I turned off Instagram, I turned off social media, and I was very fully immersed in doing sometimes 10 hours of yoga a day. I was doing a lot of meditating, a lot of journaling, um, a lot of connecting with nature. I was on Lake Michigan and I went into it um, not knowing that I was going to quit drinking alcohol, but. I did not drink any alcohol while I was there for two weeks. And so, um, so much transformed for me and so much changed within my mindset and I was seeing things differently and I was caring about things that I was worrying about less and less and less and less and less and less. And I'm really finding myself coming home to myself, reconnecting with my true self, my soul, and not all of these expectations I had put on myself because I have always been this quote-unquote high-level achiever where I would be focusing my attention on the outcome and I wanted to accomplish a goal and I wanted to get there and I always thought that would make me happy. So um, while I was at this yoga training, a lot of that fell away. A lot of that um, attachment to that kind of a, a life really dissipated and I started to feel like my priorities really shifted and I really for the first time put myself first in that my health meant the most to me my mental and physical emotional spiritual health meant the most to me I cared um, only about feeling good in my body and so that kind of brought me back to my, my real life back home when I, when I left this training and I was feeling like an angel, (laughs) like my body felt so good. I was juicing. I was eating so clean, eating raw, eating, um, you know, plant-based and gosh, I was feeling so amazing. And coming back, there's, you know, your family and your friends and, and everybody who has, not been in this experience who has these other things that they're doing in their lives, you know, going out to drinking and having good old time and all this stuff. And I just became, it was kind of hard for me, actually, a little bit of a transition because I was like, this is not what I want <laughs> anymore at all. Like, I don't want that life. I I want purity. I want cleansing. I want clear. I want to feel this peace, this inner peace. And um, so I decided that that's what I was going to do. And it was a little bit of an adjustment because a couple things came up. My family thought, I'm weird. Like, wait, why don't you want to have a beer with us by the campfire? You know, my dad, like, why are you not having a beer? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to. (laughs) And then it was also me um, rising up with judgment a little bit towards other people like how could they treat their bodies like this how could you um not want to take care of yourself optimally how could you want to do this um to harm your 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 sacred temple and so those were a couple things i had to work through for the first couple of months probably was increasing my awareness on where i was having judgment and how i could release that so took a lot of um meditation and journaling and just working through that stuff. Because I didn't want to be that person who's like self-righteous and like, oh, I don't drink. So no one else should drink because that is crap, right? We all have our own journey and we all have our own way of dealing with life. And for me, I just knew that this was right for me, but that does not by any means that that's the right thing for every single person. It's just, there's no way to, to say that this one way is right for everyone. Everyone has their own ways that they have to find that are right for them. So that was a big process of um, navigating, focusing my attention on my own personal intention and not casting my beliefs upon everyone else. Um, So those were kind of two things that were some of those challenges getting to that place that I was talking about of high achieving, right? Because for me, it would be a very high achievement to go one year voluntarily having no alcohol because of the temptations, because of the comforts, because of um, wanting to fit in or just revert to old habits because it's what I knew. And when I withdrew this part of my life, um, kind of like sense withdrawal is, um, one of the eight limbs of yoga and sent withdrawing our senses, whether that be something that you're attached to or a vow of silence or fasting, when we take something away like that, it reveals so much to us. And there's a reason that it's part of the, the, the eight limbs of yoga, the path of Samadhi to that place of, pure inner peace um equanimity and taking away alcohol for me one specific thing for me was um that it brought up to me that I could see my mind so much more and i think that that's been the draw is that i have been able to see my mind for what it is all of it like the shadow the light um the dark spaces that we're hiding and I've been able to look at them more and observe and that has been my intention has been to observe my mind so that I could upgrade my subconscious programming to a place that's from my heart to a place that's from my soul and that is um, a gift that has been given to me through this process is that I've been able to recognize And sometimes it's been very painful and sometimes it's been hard, sad, emotional to look at some of these things, but I've been able to look at them with a neutral mind because I wasn't so influenced by something, a substance controlling my mind in a way that numbed me and and lowered my vibration down. And I kept having to climb back up and I kept having to climb back up. So, um... Yeah, having that high level goal of saying one year, and I have quit drinking several times, um, for you know a month or two or three or nine when I was pregnant twice, but it was different for some reason. That was different because I was doing it for myself, but I was actually doing it for someone else. I was doing it for my children that I was carrying, and I was like, you know, I'm not going to drink alcohol for them. So it's easier to do something for someone else and not for yourself. And this time. It was for me. No one else. I could care less about anyone else's opinion. This was for me specifically, and it was because I had this deep, 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 deep intention that I wanted to feel my best, and I wanted to act appropriately in all situations. Meaning, I wanted to allow myself to be emotional. If I need to be emotional, I want to allow myself to cry. If I want to cry, I want to allow myself to feel and recognize and honor anger if I have anger towards myself, something, a situation, and an experience in my life. And um, I wanted to be able to experience, process, and alchemize whatever I would need to, to release these attachments to these emotions that were eating me up inside either whether I was aware of it or not so it's been a really spiritual journey um quitting alcohol and I don't know if I'll go back or not I guess I haven't put that kind of pressure on myself um but it is coming up on one year in in exactly two weeks from today so um yeah, it's it's a it's a really cool feeling to get to an end result, to get to a goal, to a high level of um achievement with ease and peace and grace and love, right? Because sometimes we have these goals and we get there and we're like, oh my god, that was awful. Like I just can't wait for it to be over so I can go back to normal. Holy crap, I just thought of that. Like how many times have we thought of that lately? I can't wait for this to be over so I can go back to normal. I don't have that attachment with this goal. I'm like, I can't wait till I get to that end result so I can celebrate. So that I can celebrate that the journey was the part that was worth it. The journey is the part That has been so, and like, I'm like getting emotional talking about this. Wow. I don't have any notes or anything either. I'm just like going. Um, Yeah. Like the journey has been worth the intention that I had, the, the goal that I set. And I've learned so much about myself by focusing my attention on that intention constantly. So bringing my focus of attention whenever I do feel tempted, because there have been times I'm like, it's been nine months. I could probably have a Bloody Mary. It's been, you know, and it wasn't this, um, harsh. No, you can't because you had a goal. It's like, no, you can't because you have an intention. You can, if you want to, but what's, is that, is that an alignment? Is it an alignment with your intention? So my focus of attention would always be brought back to that that intention that I had, which was to have a clear, sound, healthy mind, body, soul, spirit so that I can do the work, like running this podcast, (laughs) like doing one-on-one mentoring, like developing a membership community that is sacred and safe for people to figure out these kinds of truths and these kinds of connections with themselves. In their own way. Like I care so much about that more than I do about numbing my mind and being back to normal. Okay? I care so much about being healthy mentally and physically so that I can channel this information that I'm learning and I'm acquiring, um, experiencing into, a uh, tangible information for you to consume and people to find that are looking for it, that are seeking, because I know, because I know what suffering feels like. And I know that, you know, what suffering feels like. I know that we all know what suffering feels like. And I don't think that um, I'm powerful enough to end world suffering because it's a big feat. I used to think that that's what I wanted to do and I was like, wow, that's, that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. But I do think that by me having a very focused intention myself, pouring my energy, my focus, my attention into it will be a part of creating that outcome because I am dedicated and willing to make small sacrifices for a greater good. And so it's kind of interesting when you do things like this, when you do something that's so good for yourself, how inherently, without any doubt, any question of doubt, it is good for other people. So that's that's really inspiring to me, is that really, truly, by taking care of ourselves, we take care of other people. We help other people by taking care of ourselves. In the last couple of episodes that I've done solo, I've really dove deep into that. So if you'd like to listen back to some of those, I talked about upgrade your subconscious programming now. There's no better time to do it than now. Whatever way that looks like for you. For me, part of it was um, setting a goal of quitting alcohol for one year and beyond as an experiment. Try doing something that's so radically good for yourself that you can't help come out on the other side of it going, holy crap, I just learned so much about myself on a deep emotional, spiritual, connected way that I could never have done when I was so distracted by worldly temptations and desires and comforts. And it really starts to help you to see where you can be best of service in this life. It's freaking beautiful. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of my story about that. I know that a few people have reached out to me and have been interested in like, well, you quit alcohol. How'd you do that and why? It's that willpower. It's that inner inner intention. So you've got to find something. And I always have wondered this because I've had some people in my family who have been um, really uh, heavily, um, addicted to, to drugs, specifically heroin. And when I think about what would it take to pull you out of that, you know, what kind of intention would it take? Like if everything's been taken away from you and you've lost so much, what kind of intention would it take, um, to get out of that? And I'm really proud of a few of the people who are in my life that have, um, really bravely been overcoming that. And I look at it and it, and it, it all kind of boils down always to the same thing. You have to care about yourself. You have to care about yourself. You have to, you have to find some way to care and love yourself, regardless of everything that's been taken away, everything that's been done. You've got to find a way to do it for you. And then everything else will start to fall into place. So, I hope you liked this episode. It was really, it was really fun for me to do. Um, it's nice to, it's nice to 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 find a story in your own life. Now, I'd encourage you to do that as well. If you're struggling to find some things to, to share, if you're like, oh, I don't have anything to share with other people, your story is a beautiful journey. And I'm sure that if you reflect back onto yourself and look at some of the things that you've done and observe, you know, some of the things that you're really proud of yourself for or that you've achieved or overcome, like there's a story there and um, dissecting that and observing that you'll find that there's a lot of gold within it and that you can um, help other people simply by just have living your lived your life. So thanks for listening today and if you enjoyed this episode, I always ask that you please share it in your Instagram stories or DM it to a friend or, you know, help me get it out there because I am really passionate about this podcast and sharing the information that I do, but I need your help to help me spread the word Um, and I really appreciate that you're always so supportive of that So thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing day. You are incredible. And I know that you have so much to offer this world. So keep going. If you're in a stuck spot, just keep going. Okay. See you next week.